0: What up, guys? You are listening to I Will Cut You with Words. This is episode six. Yeah, today, if you haven't realized, is the magical, wonderful day 420. And if you don't know what 420 is and why it means something, hint, hint, check the title. Well, then you should definitely be listening. So let's get started. Hey everyone, Corinne Simone here, your host of the I Will Cut You With Words podcast. This podcast is going to be a fun one. As you heard from the lighter flicking, which can also be heard anytime Little Wayne is about to spit some straight fire on a track, we are talking weed. This podcast might be relatable to a few of you out there and it also may be a load of crap to some of you also. But guess what? You are already listening, so just stick with it and you're going to learn today how I became a functioning pothead. As you might have been able to tell, I am smoking while doing this recording, Um, but believe it or not, I smoke every time I do a podcast and I'm not just talking about a slight puff either. This may lead some of you to ask, well, hold up, Corinne. You can just smoke, record, edit, and Photoshop all your shit high? Why, yes, I can, because I am a highly functioning pothead, or maybe if you prefer stoner, it doesn't matter what you call it. Hence the title of this episode, I am going to tell you a little bit about that and how I got to this wonderful place that I am in now. Okay, let me first start off by letting you all know, or any of the weed haters out there now that might report my ass to HR, I do not smoke while I am working or with children. Now, that goes for my job that I'm currently at. Now, my old job, you bet your ass I was high at work. Honestly, like some days, I don't know if I could do it if I wasn't high. Like, Y'all have heard some of these episodes. Those white bitches are fucking crazy. Now that we have stated that, let me inform y'all what I consider a pothead. This is a person who smokes regularly and regularly as in every day, if not close to it, has a dealer that they can call at any time, multiple devices to smoke from, and knows the smoking rules. What are those rules you may be wondering? This is just some that I typically expect people to follow when they smoke with me or in my house or with my friends. Number one, no peer pressuring. That means if you don't smoke, I'm not going to force you. Either you want to smoke or you don't. This shit is not cheap. Number two, try to contribute. We all have had times where we can't bring bud to the circle, but you should still try to contribute, people. A bag of chips and a two liter is a great way to say thanks and it only costs three or four dollars. With that being said, if you offer to smoke with someone, you shouldn't really expect anything in return because that's just not being very hospitable. Number three, pass it to the left. Keeping proper rotation is important, everyone, so just keep it easy to remember. Pass it to the left, unless, you know, the shit is going right, so then, you know, you should probably just go right. Number four, whoever rolls the joint or blunt gets to spark it. Same goes with a bowl. Whoever packs the bowl gets to spark it. From there, please review number three. Number five. House rules always reign supreme. If you are not smoking, or I'm sorry, if you are smoking at someone's house, please be respectful. This also goes for hotels, parks, or any other place you might light up. If you aren't being considerate, then you are giving all pot smokers a bad reputation. Number six, Two puffs and a pass, people. When smoking a joint or blunt, you should only hit twice before passing. Bowls and bongs are typically one. Hit it and pass it. Number seven, the rules were made to be broken. Weed etiquette isn't really rules at all. They're initially just guidelines, people. They are helpful If you are entering a smoke circle where you don't really know everyone, and especially if you're at my place, there's really going to be some fucking pros, so come with it, you know? Now that you noobs are with me, let me explain that if you do not agree with what I am saying or follow some of this when you smoke... Um, I, I don't really care, to be perfectly honest. I didn't invent weed, and this podcast isn't meant to be a factual lesson on weed and its origins. But what this podcast is, or specifically this episode, is going to be me taking back the word pothead and the negative connotations of the word. Typically, when people hear that someone is a pothead or associate someone with being one, They think that this person is either lazy, slow, eating all the time, not goal oriented, jobless and overall just a, you know, like a deadbeat. Now, some of those can definitely be true. Okay, like, don't get me wrong. Let me get high enough. I'm going to eat all your snacks or I will drive to find the nearest Whataburger no matter what time it is. But guess what? Some of us are out here truly functioning high and amongst all you sober folks. Some of us, you know, we do have jobs and complete tasks and live normal, well, normal-ish lives. Not all of us are the stereotypical munchy and lazy pot-headed ass people you guys like to call potheads. Let me see. I think the first time I ever smoked was with my ex-boyfriend Royce, and it was at the park next to my high school. So that means, I want to say, that means I was a junior, yeah, I was a junior in high school. I remember there was like a bunch of us chilling like little bad high schoolers do at the park, and I remember they busted out, you know, like the the generic papers and a bag of weed, I had seen my boyfriend and his friends smoke before so I don't think I like had that moment where I was like, "Oh no, 911, help me." But I do remember everyone being like super fucking hyped to get me high for the first time. I was nervous as fuck, y'all. Like, I was still a virgin too, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're going to get me high, gang rape me, and my dad is going to beat my ass for being high." Well, None of that happened in case you just got super worried for little Corinne, I very much do remember my throat being so goddamn sensitive after the first hit. I cried, y'all. My throat, it felt like someone just lit a fiery fucking furnace inside of it. I'm crying. Everyone was like, you're fine. You just aren't used to it. Like, Chill out. Let the high absorb into you. And you know, you're just like, Fuck this shit. Who would ever do this? Never again. While everybody's like, calm down. Just feel the high. Um, Yeah, that was not good advice now that I think about it. There should be no feeling of any high the first time. You're just going to freak out either way. Who knew that day would lead me to where I am now, right? This is the part where you lame fucks are like, see, weed is addictive. Um, no. Once I got high from weed, let me repeat from weed, I felt fucking great. Like my worries just melted off me like butter on bread. I felt like I could truly just be myself, chill the fuck out without worrying about every little thing. I don't know about y'all, but I'm an extremely anxious person. I worry all day, Every day, I freak out and give myself panic attacks. Those who know me are probably like, "What? Corinne's so fucking chill, never." Well, yes, people, that is truly me through and through. I, I'm a worry wart. Yeah, like hands down, I'm a fucking worry wart. For me, smoking weed is a huge mental relaxer. For those you know who have heard Cat Williams and his stand up, loved him before he went crazy. Let's just say when you can't pay your electricity bill and the lights get turned off, you would normally be freaking out, right, and upset. But then you know what? You just hit the blunt and it's like, shit, I got candles I have been waiting to burn. You don't give a fuck about that electricity bill. It is the best feeling ever, Amongst being able to chill, for me, my true personality comes out when I'm high. Those who have smoked with me know I'll, I'll probably ask you some weird intrinsic questions. <laughs> like, if you were a deer, would you want to be a male or a female deer? And I would really just want to know if you'd have antlers or not in another life. Like, it gets fucking weird. I am a very questioning of the world type of person, and it comes out for sure when I'm high. I feel like I learn the most from people when I'm high from my weird ass questions. Everyone does not have that reaction to weed, though. I don't know what it is, but some people just freak the hell out from seeing shapes and shit, having extreme paranoia, all the way to peeing on themselves and throwing up. Like, I i mean, I really don't have any explanations for any of that because y'all are like the one percent that happens to y'all probably should just like not do drugs in general. I remember one of my friends hit the bong at my place when we were smoking with a few people before going out and he died. Oh well, yeah, I probably shouldn't say like that, but when I say his like like he died, his soul left his entire body, but he was still breathing. He, you know, like we didn't force him to smoke. And did ask if he could handle the bong, which now looking back probably made him feel lame if he couldn't. So, yeah, we may have peer pressured him. But yes, he hit the bong and immediately I just said, oh, no, that was way too much. Y'all, he was not ready. It's like when you see someone hit the bong and it just lights up white and you're like, they're about to die. He just sat back on the couch and closed his eyes. Two minutes later, while we were all laughing and, you know, preparing to leave for the club, he gets up and walks out to the balcony and just, like, gets down on all fours. I was just like, oh, shit, he's going to puke. Good thing he did not because, you know, referencing the rules um, respects my house because it's not cute to throw up on anyone's balcony. And, you know, well, anyways, we finally got to the club and we're all ready, you know, like to dance and mingle and hang out. But this motherfucker was stuck and not like stuck on anything, but stuck as in he did not move from his spot in the club the entire night. He didn't dance. He just stayed right in place. Like, I don't even think this fucker had a drink the whole night. That shit was hilarious not to him but you know for all of us it was he was extremely high and freaked out do you know and see it's not the worst thing in the world or the worst reaction it's just not that happy blissful one i also have friends who literally just lose all motivation to do shit when they smoke like they may have a whole plan to do tons that day but one hit and that schedule is super cleared up And a nap is definitely in order. That really isn't the worst thing, though. Now, if you know you probably, like, react that way, maybe just, like, don't smoke when you have stuff to do. It's really that simple. It's all about knowing yourself and how your body is going to react once you smoke. It can, you know, also be related to the strand of weed you smoke and whether it's an indica or a sativa, But I I don't have time to go into that right now because it'll just take way too long. And like I said, I'm not a professional. There is Google for that. And enough marijuana documentaries on Netflix to take up all your high-ass time. My boyfriend and I typically smoke in the evening, before bed, you know, during the weekends, and at parties and events. So yeah, we pretty much smoke all the time. Just not in the morning. Well, he does sometimes, like with his coffee before work, but yeah. Me personally, if I smoke in the morning, I am not motivated to do boring work stuff. I am so fucking happy to just lay in bed and watch documentaries on Netflix and eat pigs in the blanket. I use weed to perk my appetite and to reward myself, you know, like after a hard day's work. I will occasionally smoke during lunch and then go back to work. But That's also with the fact that people normally don't notice when you're high after lunch because by then, everyone is fed and not paying you any mind. I've learned that's what works best for me. Brandon, the boyfriend, can be high all day and just rake in that commission and just be fine high and all. I also know a small group of people who I truly could not tell you what their real personality is. Why is that, you may ask? Because they smoke All day, every day, like from sunup to sundown, they are high and just living their lives. Anytime you meet this person, they are high and just out and about doing shit. I must say these people are a higher level of creature. I personally could not get a thing. No, like nothing. I could really, truly get nothing done if I lived my life like that. One thing about these rare unicorn people is that they give absolutely no fucks. The world could be going through a zombie apocalypse or however the fuck you say that word and they are over here adapting with no misstep because somehow they found themselves trapped in a Sam's Club just fucking fed and all like y'all know damn well Sam's Club has everything and you know during a zombie apocalypse that is the best fucking place you could be. But I digress. Y'all are probably at the point where you're wondering where the middle of my podhead journey is. I have only told you all my beginning with, you know, the whole smoking in the park thing and end, which is me now being a functioning podcast host, you know, work from home, wealthy ass, uptown, bougie bitch. Damn, I sound awesome. Well, guess what, fuckers? A lot of stuff has been learned. It took a lot to get to this high level of functioning highness. So here we go. Corinne's life lessons learned from smoking. I guess that would have been a nice episode title too, but you know, whatever. First and foremost, don't smoke a fuck ton of weed before you travel to unknown locations. And I don't just mean like on a road trip. I mean like the grocery store. And, you know, like a new gym. Y'all, I have literally gotten myself so turned around going to the gym high. It is like losing all motor skills that you have ever learned in life. You don't know what machine to use. You have no idea where anything in the gym is. I have really been on a machine fucking backwards, y'all. Like it was my machine for like squats or something. But I literally was using it for arms. I know that now because I was like, no, I became fucking aware because I wasn't high after going to the gym and realizing I did that machine completely wrong. But yes, seriously, y'all do not go to a new gym high as hell. Do not decide to get extremely high before meeting your boyfriend's friends for the first time. If you're like me and get extremely shy at times when you are too high because you're scared that people will know you're high, do not smoke. I'm not saying that I am an outwardly acknowledging person of the fact that I smoke, but I don't just like shove it into people's faces. You never know who your next boss can be. That leads into this one. Do not get extremely high before a job interview because you think it will calm your nerves. It will actually make you panic more if you're me. Every answer that you struggled with during that interview and thought you pulled through and were like, yeah, no, you actually bombed it and you probably, you know, aren't going to get that job. Do watch your favorite movies when you're high. Every movie is so much better and so much more insightful when you smoke. When I tell you all I never loved Harry Potter more than when I became a pot, Head, swear that movie is magic. No pun intended. Do say every high thought that comes to your mind. It will make everyone laugh around you, or just might be the next billion dollar idea. You never know if you don't say it. So fuck the haters when they tell you to be quiet. I personally am a very conversing person when I'm blazed. I like to discuss everything, and I laugh at mostly everything, and I like to question everything. My boyfriend and I pretty much bond the most because during the, you know, NBA finals and when I smoke a fuck ton, he gets to teach me everything about basketball. And, you know, sometimes we sing and sometimes we dance together. And so it's super cute. Do try cooking. You have never had a better palate for food that you've cooked than when you are high. I personally can't cook for shit. Like, not at all. But when I'm high, I just can. Now... It may taste like garbage, but I really enjoy it, if I do say myself, (laughs) when the weed hits. You do not need to buy every expensive pipe, bong, papers, and smoking device you could possibly, you know, lay your eyes on. You pretty much don't need anything over $50, to be perfectly honest, even the cheap shit gets the weed to your body. I don't know how it gets, yeah, smoke, whatever. Y'all know what I mean. And with that, you do not need to know how to roll a blunt to smoke weed. It will, however, make you look pretty damn cool and slightly sexier in front of your friends, though. Do not take your smoking to the next level by dabbing Like my dumbass. Or is it is it dabbing? It's not fucking dabbing. It's dapping. (laughs) What the fuck is the word? Is it dipping? Dapping? Dab. Oh, dabbing. As you can tell, Brandon is in the room now. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I personally did not need to be that high when I first, you know, dabbed. That shit is so real and if you don't know what dabbing is or how to pronounce it like me go youtube that shit y'all i seriously thought someone was trying to get me to smoke meth it could it like you gotta use a butane fucking flame lighter thing like special glass picks and i don't even know that shit is too much do not try to elevate your smoking levels just stick to the basics That's just a few things I've learned along the way. I could try to remember more, but I'm pretty high right now. So all in all, you guys who are against the mean green pothead haters, smoking weed, mood killers, stoner disapprovers. It's an herb. It grows from a plant. It heals the sick and eases old people's pain. Why the hell should it be considered a bad thing? Why do you hate old people? If you think someone being a pothead is a bad thing, well, maybe you should elevate your own thinking and realize that your boss is probably high, smokes all day, and makes more money than you. So lighten the fuck up and join the 420 club. That's all I have. That's truly all I got. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you guys. It's okay to smoke. You can get away with it. You may go to jail, but you should probably just, you know, like not grow that much in your own house and maybe be a better drug dealer. But this isn't, you know, this episode is not for that. I don't have time to change you criminals lives. But yeah, just, you know, get high and have fun people. Make sure to come back for the next podcast of I Will Cut You With Words produced every two weeks temporarily for your enjoyment. Once I get my job going and can finally have some time to do all these things every week, I will. The best way to follow this podcast is by subscribing on iTunes or adding me to your favorites on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Have a topic you'd like to hear? Let me know at www. I will cut you with words Yeah, yeah, it's still long. And look, if you haven't reviewed me on iTunes by now and gave me a rating, it's time. Open up your damn app and rate my freaking podcast, y'all. Help a little black girl out. Ta-ta, Pizzas Talk soon.